Hold on, hold on. Guy said, grab me that pencil. <laughs> Monkey goes right down his arm, <laughs> off his hand, down his arm, runs out, grabs the pencil, brings it right back to him. He's got the pencil in his hand. And my dad was saying, the guy was saying, yeah, he, I'll say, make me a pe- peanut butter and jelly. Monkey. Yeah, we're live. All right. Gentlemen, episode 53, year two of the bros. Season two, episode one. Season two, episode one kicks off, and we're doing a little different. Our focus today is all animal stories. Mm -hmm. So we're going to try and pick a topic and just stick to that topic and cover current events with it. Just just chat about it. (laughs) I think we could go some interesting places. Yeah. Yeah. Should be fun. Narrows our focus a little bit more. But, uh, and we have special guest Denny on today. Great to be here in, in place of Jay. Yep. Sorry you couldn't be here, Jay. Hope you're feeling better. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I will I will take the stand immediately. Um, I was talking to my parents. They came up this past weekend, as you boys know. Mm-hmm. And they were telling me about what they had when they were in college and what in Nelson Park what existed. And so when they were going to school... Um, and you know that we, we have a, a post on Instagram of us sitting there. You're riding, um, quote-unquote, J, but it's a grizzly bear yeah. that you're riding. That <laughs> is <right>. actually a <laughs> memorial for a real-life bear that was actually wow. caged up me? in Nelson Park. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't we do some Googling before I I had no idea. God. It's actually it's hard to find online. There's almost zero records on it. But my parents were saying how... A typical night out, if, hey, let's go down to the bars, they'd walk down to the bars, go see the bear, and then go to the bars. <laughs> go see the bear. And so the bear, I guess, was in there. His only toy was a bowling ball, and he was just trapped in this cage. That's so And uh, there was, there was I, I think, it, they considered it a slight zoo, and there was 20 deer, a few raccoons, and then this bear. So that's kind of a tribute because... He's gone now, obviously. Yeah, I, I don't know his name or anything. I couldn't find that, but I guess I think he was shot. I think the bear was oh shot, gosh. and that not in the cage or anything, just previous, and then they caught it, and it was oh. really injured or something like that. Okay. Um, so apparently the bear was specially challenged and would just do weird stuff in the cage. and um, So who knows if it was a good or bad thing for the bear, but nonetheless. Well, there's a statue there, of him now. There's a statue. <laughs> It'll forever be remembered. And I'm saying now, if if people, if that was, if that existed nowadays, there would be riots on campus. There would be picketing. Oh, absolutely. People would be furious. That's a good point. We're a lot more sensitive to all that, but I just, I wish we would have known that before we were taking pictures with them. Can you believe that though? We had, they had a little bear cage right down the road. And you could just go and see the bear pretty much at any time. Check out the bear. It was an outdoor zoo kind of thing. So you just walked up. Just all the time? Yeah, it was caged up. Just walked up, said hi to the bear, and then go downtown. That's a terrible life. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah, I don't know how big it was per se, but... I can't. It's crazy. We that had cage. That. that cage couldn't have been big enough. No, <laughs> I can't. It's never. Cages are never big enough. It no. seems like for animals. No. Well, interesting. The habitat. The I can't. Yeah, I had no idea that existed. Well, well, that's kind of cool. It's a piece of Mount Pleasant history. Mm-hmm. Nice. Touch a little pole, really quick. Yeah, please, please. I just wanted to. Yeah, no, that was. I was excited that was to a tell cool that. Thing to preface with. 
Um, so this week, the poll was, would you rather be an animal in the water, on land, or primarily in the air? And pretty pretty good spread. 33% of people said they'd want to be an animal pertaining to water. And 23% said land animals. And 44% of people took it home and said they want to be in the air. So air wins. Air wins. And, and land loses, which is interesting because we actually are all land yeah. mammals. That's a very good point. <laughs> well, what, well, what'd you guys say? I picked land, but yeah. now I feel super uncreative for picking land. When you put it that gotcha. way, because we gotcha. already are. Yeah, I guess that's what drove me to not pick land. Was yeah. just that there's there's so much more out there, and I picked water because the, it's the ocean. Our oceans are just so vast, and there could be so much in there that we have no idea about. A lot and of exploring. If I live there, it would just allow me to explore it that much more. Yeah, to no. a point. Sure. To a point. Sure. What'd you go with there, Hotshot? I, I picked land, too. Did you? Wow. Part, I don't know. I, I'm not extremely happy about the choice. But Me at either. the same time, that's where most of the animals are. And so if I get to pick from a wide spread, and here's all the, the animals that are on land, whereas being in water, you, all, you just got... I, and do you consider mammals that move from water to land or anything? Like... Because there's even alligators well, that are sometimes... We could in, we could kind of categorize. If you have a certain animal in mind, maybe we could clear it up. Or I just, yeah. No, just just curious okay. if we are we're specifying that. I don't know. <laughs> I Is that a definitive, like, absolutely there are more animals on land than in water? Is that a for sure thing? Because you just said the majority of animals are on land. Oh no, I guess that's not for sure. Okay, I feel like I feel like we don't have enough information yeah. to really go. No, no, I wasn't saying that. Yeah, that's something I'm gonna bring up a little bit later. Is I have a couple numbers and stuff pertaining to the ocean. I had a feeling nice. that would come up at some point. It has to. Yeah. But yeah, interesting. I don't know water. I'm I get creeped out by animals. That was that, part of it. The yeah. water's so dark too. Oh, who knows? It's just it's a oasis, and you don't know where you're going. It doesn't seem very happy. Cold and dark. Cold and dark, mm. and you're just grinding. You don't really know where you are. But if you were a fish, you might have some kind of special. Oh yeah, adaptation yeah. you got your own. Oh, you totally see. would. You totally. Oh would. Yeah. yeah. No, it'd be a lot different, but still. But you saying how big it is at the same time that also kind of scares me. It definitely it's does. It's a lot it's, to cover. It's a lot of ground to cover. There's always yeah. a bigger fish out there. There's always Absolutely. a bigger. Yeah. I read something today. A. I want to say, I don't know if it's a sperm whale or what, but a whale's like mating call is the loudest animal made sound on the planet. It's like 188 decibels or something Whoa. ridiculous like that. Well, it probably has this to is a tra- sperm whale. It's got to travel such a far distance. Yeah. It's got to I think be it's loud. sperm whales. Ridiculous. Wow. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. Was there any number twos or anything, or just you saw that? No, that was, that. I guess it's by a long shot, though. Oh, I don't okay. think anything really comes close. Wow. But that's kind of a good point. It has. It probably has to travel far distances. Think about how far it has yeah. to go. Wow. What's the What's the purpose of a, a whale's life? I mean, I know they eat like a lot of stuff in the ocean, and they travel north and stuff. But like, like what are they? I guess you could say it for a lot of animals at the same time. But what are they traveling north for to get the get more food and train their babies? And yeah. Well, they they migrate 
mainly to you know go after food if it gets really cold mm-hmm. maybe they're going for krill krill might go south to stay a little bit warmer <laughs> yeah or or i know a lot of a lot of fish and, and sharks included kind of go through life and then when they reproduce they go back to the spot that they were born in so that's a huge migration for them to do as well gotcha it's so primal yeah it's, it is it's, it's all instinctual that's what's crazy they're just going on whatever their yeah. gut is. Like they, salmon. That's what salmon do when they're swimming upstream and they're going back to the where they were born so they can give birth. But how how do you navigate as a, a fish or a just, whale or whatever you may be? Like, that's just insane. Think about when you make choices where, God, that was a gut choice I just made. That's their entire life. <laughs> they don't necessarily yeah. think. They just right. go with their gut. Yeah. That's, that's a life that's a of, a, it. of a fish. <laughs> wow. I didn't think about it that way. They can follow the stars or something. I really don't know. Yeah, like what's the highlight of a fish's life slash whale slash... Like the peak. Like probably like the, giving birth. Probably yeah, reproducing. Maybe. That's, that's what, what they live to do. Raising their... their younger their youth but i mean you yeah. could almost like argue that. you can almost argue for our race as well a lot of people look forward to that building that's other, oh that's definitely yeah true. no 100 for a lot of people it is yeah biologically we all have that instinct to reproduce like we have to do that that's what we're on this earth for do you yeah do you guys think we have any other in part do you guys have any instincts that kick in every once in a while when I'm watching The Price is Right, yes. Yeah, absolutely. A lot <laughs> what is of that supposed to mean? What do you mean? That show is all instincts and intuition. Actually, it's a lot of chance, but it's if a lot of instinct, too. One crazy thing is a lot of hunters will actually starve themselves before they go out and hunt. Oh, my gosh. And so they'll be on a five-day fast going out to their hunting trip, and they see it as, I have to get food or else I'm going to starve. And they literally feel their their senses heightened. They can smell things better. Their vision is better farther further away. Oh, They're I'm a lot sure. more focused. And when you when the only thing you got to do is hunt and get something to eat tonight, it's it's that primal feeling oh, yeah. that kind of comes back. And that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's interesting. So they just deprive themselves so that way it's, it's an interesting thing they experiment with. And there's I think a lot of research geez. that shows it's it's for real. It's extreme. Yeah. It's going the extra mile. I don't know if I'm doing that, but I might just go out and just take a couple shots at it and then go back home and mm-hmm. throw a steak on the grill, you know? Yeah. I'm not yeah. starving myself <laughs> before I hunt. That's absurd. Yeah, that's, that's an expert move. I would do that as a beginner. It's a Bear Grylls move. Have you uh, you guys have never been hunting, have you? Mm-mm. I've never. I've Me neither. My entire family up, does. I didn't grow really? up in a hunting family, and I just never Same. got into it. I like to fish. I'm not a hunter, though. Okay. What Have you gone any crazy places to fish, or just general fishing? Nope. I've never, been able, I've never been able to go any <laughs> crazy places, places to fish. I, uh, I've done a little deep sea fishing. That's fine. Nice. Where? Uh, Key West. Holy Or Duck Key, I guess, in the Keys. Uh, down in Florida and we would basically go every for a while we went to Ducky four or five spring breaks in a row and those guys on those fisherman boats are real talented and basically they it's a really interesting job and they're really cool people to talk to because a lot of times they went yeah I was in high school I didn't want to go to college and I just bit the bullet Drove down to Florida and and asked if I could go along on these this other fisherman's ride. Just give him a helping hand. Didn't want any pay or anything. Just maybe some food at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And he just grind, 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 grind for 
10 years or something. And finally he builds himself up to have his own boat. And then this guy just learns everything yeah. from this past fisherman. And so there was different times where he would wrap his body in these nets and do this 360 throw and this net spreads like <laughs> wow. a football field's length out in the, and grabs our uh, bait. And just these guys know all these tricks. And, and, and they ca I, I'm casting mine out. I can't catch anything. They grab my pole, cast it out, boom, it's caught, and they hand it right to me. And Jeez. Uh, but they're impressive. So deep sea fishing, is that with the really heavy-duty gear? The yeah. poles are a lot more, more heavy-duty, yeah. And they'll do a lot of cranking. I was younger when I did it, yeah, per se. Yeah. But they'll do cranking, and then they just hand it to me last second. And then I'm cranking as hard as I can, and, and they'll either net it or spear it. They speared one of mine. It was a, I caught a mackerel. And they speared it midair. Thing came flipping out. And it was about to lose it, and this guy just stabs it in the wow. air. Are they hunting? Are they hunting for big fish, or is it smaller things? Like, are they going after sharks sometimes? Maybe or? it all depends what you're going for. Because you can go for uh, Brad did a mahi mahi trip, where he just that's all they hunt. They that's all they fish for was mahi mahi. Whereas we did a lot of yellowfin tuna. That's it's really good. <laughs> and 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 then it all kind of depends as well what bait you're putting out. Mm -hmm. If you put out this bait, this fish is gonna want that, but other fish don't care, and that and this and the other. I got it's one. cool. I I didn't. I don't want to go this far and sound ridiculous, but did you see anybody shooting like sniping from the crow's nest or anything sweet no, like that? No. Okay. The boats are pretty tall, though. We had some. In every once in a while, I think one of our trips, a few families even come with you. Um, and there's maybe one Dang. or two families, maybe even three, and some people are getting seasick. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you eat what you catch? Yeah, the, there's they have a deal with the restaurant where you would get back and they'd say, do you want everything to be cooked and it'll be ready at six o'clock? Like, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> and so yeah, we get absolutely. this massive meal of all the fish we caught. And, whew, oh, dynamite, I'm sure. And I'm then it's so fresh. <sighs> Unreal! It was yeah. so good. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of um, bow fishing? Uh. -uh. So no. it's like your normal bow and arrow, and then uh, on the back of the arrow, it's tied to a fishing line. So you can draw it back and hunt with the bow, and then whatever you catch in the water, you can reel it back in. Oh, that's that cool. is really cool. yeah. Holy cow! Yeah, I've uh, I've seen it done before, and it's it's insane. You have to you have to aim a little high because the light casting from the water changes Whoa, the reflection of the fish point. and whatnot. But if you can if you can get that form down, wow. that would be such a fun way it to It would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Kill a lot of time doing that. So do you have a you were saying the light, so how do they they don't flash a light into the water? They like put a light well, underneath. Well no, just or like anything? you know how if you were to put a straw in a glass of water, that straw is oh, gonna no, look totally. a distorted. I guess if the water's you, just have, to, you just have to aim differently. No, 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 totally. Uh, okay. Yes, yeah, so I am just finally clicked in my head. Okay, yeah, makes sense. That's interesting. Really cool. Fly fishing is really impressive to me too. Yeah, it's that's, just the snapping of the. I don't. I don't know. If doesn't I can really ever do make. That. Doesn't really make sense to me. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is what is the process and the why? Why does one fly fish and not just cast? Well, because what a lot of fish do is go for insects that just land really quickly on the top of the water. So fly fishing tries oh. to simulate that, and it has a thicker line so you can snap it a little bit more. 
and then they just snap it so it touches the top of the water and then take it off. And it, it's supposed to look like a fly is landing on the water. Ah, look at this catch guy. A lot of, catch a lot of bass doing that. Bass pro himself over here. That's ah, right. I like that. Impressive. Nice. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Not too big of a fisher myself. No. Not a ton, but... Um, I found out that they have successfully cloned a primate. A monkey has been successfully recreated from the embryo. They said, "It's the same monkey." They said, "Let's clone it," and we made this. They made the exact same monkey, and so now they're starting to do a lot of research on it, testing different drugs on it, and this is the first ever primate they've successfully cloned. Wow! I wonder if it's fertile. Like, I wonder if it could reproduce and have offspring. That's an interesting concept too, but. From what I understand, uh, probably. It's been done with sheep wow. before, but mm -hmm. never something as closely this related to us. This is the most complex us. they've got. That's so related to us in terms of genetics. It's they named them Zong Zong. It might have been done in, in Asia. <laughs> Due to the name. Possibly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yoshi! Wow. Is there, how long would something like that take, did it say? How long, how long are, no. have they been I, working on this? Well, you could argue for 20 years because this is the well, first time they've actually reached primate. Yeah. Because they, they could never figure out how... They were specifying um, there was a part of it that they just couldn't get right. And uh, finally, they did this certain formula and the certain new tests that allowed them to get deeper into the gene pool. And it was pretty complex, but the gist of it is... Whoa. They finally did a primate, and and they're saying it's in its infancy. I think it takes a while, from what I understood. Just makes you they think. They can't. Though. They can't just bust out monkeys like it's nothing. Right. Just <laughs> makes you think. How close are we to That's what cloning I'm a human? I, I saw is. some BS on Twitter about it, and look, it's not that close, but I think it's closer than <laughs> it's. It's, it's possible though. Yeah, it's, it's extremely possible. It is. To do. It a is. really interesting question. What's going to be first, cloning a human, even the brain? I, I don't know if they'll, or creating an AI that's almost as if it's a human. I'm like, which one will kind of be uh, like AI it to as the in other? robot? As a, in, a robot in, yeah, with a exactly. A, a robot that looks exactly like, like a person. I feel like that might happen first, just because we're already yeah. pretty close. Yeah, yeah. There's already Beat been the cloning. what that robot named Sophia that looks the and interviews. talks and has actual emotion and. Mm -hmm. if they you did can code interview. for if you can code for that. Yeah. Well, I think a big problem with the whole AI thing is the processors and to get like a small processor to handle all this info and re uh, I think that's part of what they're dealing with but it's crazy you could save you could save a lot of species with being able to clone things. well that's a big thing they say yeah. too is could, just even <clears throat> taking the heart taking the lungs and re and cloning something and taking these organs that are fully functioning and put them in some is a huge part yeah. of things. You can save, because everything's going extinct, it seems like nowadays, which is so sad, but uh -huh. this technology that you're talking of mm -hmm. could change that, could change yeah. a lot. We, we've touched on this a while ago. Do you think we will have zoos in 20, 20 years from now? I hope not. I, I seriously hope not. Uh, or I think they need to be set up differently. I think I think set up differently. They need to be more in the wild instead of in a, in a park. And the people need to be in the cages, like traveling around to these animals mm -hmm. instead of us traveling to them in cages. Yeah. 
But do you think that transition can be made? Because it's already the zoo. Zoos have been around forever. The thing and is, zoos make a lot of money. That's what I'm saying. They make a lot of money, <clears throat> and I don't know if anybody will be able to just shut them down easily. I have a, a figure from 2016: 22 and a half billion dollars in the United States Damn. from zoos alone wow. was, um, you know, wow. made from all the zoos and aquariums combined. And on a debate website, 60% of people said that zoos should go. 40% of people said they should stay. And if you read some of the people who are in support of them, it's because a lot of them are rescues. So if hmm. if zoos turned into only rescues, would you be opposed to to that? If it was the same, they're in the cages but rescues, is that any better than just nabbing wild animals out, you know, in the middle of the night? You know, I just I have my uh uh, my shields up to that because SeaWorld tried to do that too. They said they were getting a bunch of rescue uh, orca whales, and in reality, they're going out and stealing young orcas from their mothers, and they were totally falsifying information. Yeah. But but if they were actually being truthful, right. actually uh, rescuing these animals, then I'd say as long as they release them into kept or release them once they reach their health then I don't have a problem with it, no. Because they are informational. Zoos are great for little kids who want to learn mm -hmm. more about animals. So once you help them out, don't keep them around. Let them go back to I think, where they I need to go. I think they ought to. It's a good point. What's wild, though, at the same time is what if going to a zoo is simply going on your couch, throwing on your headset <laughs> that goes over your eyes, and you're at the zoo? And so maybe is the zoo turn into something where you're actually interacting with the animals? Like that's how they bring in their market? Just because I, at that point, who knows if anyone can just throw on glasses and go look at all the animals and it's perfect quality. If, if they did that, then I think that would solve a lot of problems. You're not yeah. harming any right. animals or, and you're right. not profiting off And it's of, not like you get to touch these giant lions anyway. You have to look at them yeah. from a distance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Virtual reality zoos yeah. might be on the up and up. Uh -huh. We'll take the patent for that. Yeah, <laughs> get to see some even some dinos, T Rex. Um, <laughs> when I when we sort of set the idea of we were going to focus on animals uh, for this podcast, the first thing I thought of was what are the exotic pet rules in Michigan. What can you That's get away with? What, what can you get away with? I need this info. Yeah. And have it be legal. So I'll just share with you guys what, what can fly and what doesn't. And I actually was inspired by, it was an old video I saw, I stumbled upon yesterday. In Detroit, a guy was walking a kangaroo on a leash last year. <laughs> this and is in Detroit? In Detroit, yeah. I don't. You guys might have seen the video, but he had I, a... I think I did, yeah. He had a kangaroo on a leash, and he was walking him just in the hood, you know, That's down the awesome. street. Obviously, animal control comes and tries shutting it down, but it turns out the guy was in town for a birthday party or something, so he wasn't, it wasn't a pet or anything like that. But the rules on exotic pets are no large cats, bears, or wolf hybrids. Everything else, as long as you have a permit, you can have. Well, that's what I was going to say. Everything's a permit. To have a monkey, you got to have a permit. Every. So what are you getting? If you're getting something, let's say you, you have a, a permit. Yeah, let's say you have like a girl you're trying to impress or something, and you have a lot of money to spend, and you want to get an exotic animal. One of the coolest things I've ever heard of. 
this guy, my dad actually saw him at the hospital. And this guy was in a wheelchair. He's really just, he couldn't really do much himself. His arms didn't work that well, everything. And so he had this pet monkey that was probably maybe double the size of my hand. No, actually, maybe even the size of my hand. Just smaller monkey. But whatever this guy said, the monkey did. No way. Guy goes. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Guy said, grab me that pencil. Monkey goes right down his arm, off his head, down his arm, runs out, grabs the pencil, brings it right back to him. He's got the pencil in his hand. And my dad was saying, the guy was saying, yeah, he, I'll say, make me a pe- peanut butter and jelly. Monkey runs, grabs the peanut butter, <laughs> grabs the jelly, grabs the knife. I'd be like, <laughs> no, uh, no I'd be way. like, hey, I'd be like, hey, monkey, do my taxes. <laughs> yes, there's no way that monkey's making peanut butter. You want to fill out my W-2 for I don't me? know. Look, I'm not telling you that your dad's a liar, but I'm calling bullshit on that story. There's no way there's a monkey making PB&Js for this dude. <laughs> <laughs> There's no possible way. That would be pretty cool, though. That's more impressive than cloning the monkey that we were talking Honestly, that's a lot more yeah. impressive than cloning Training a monkey to that level of <laughs> he understands the English language. Yeah, right. Maybe maybe he wasn't just speaking to it. Maybe he would do signals, like point, and then it would go grab that's a something. little different. Maybe I, could, I was... I could see that. Maybe it's but, become a little changed in my head since yeah. he told it. When you sit here and tell me... Monkey, go make me a PB and J, and that little monkey goes over chef's and starts up. whipping it up. I'm sorry, but I just cannot. I can't. He's really got a little that. chef's hat on. <laughs> All right, so then, uh, what would your exotic pet be? Jeez, I don't know. It wouldn't be a snake. I, that's, no, I know it no. definitely wouldn't you know, be a snake. I don't think it's that exotic. A lot of people well, have snakes. No, no. I agree. Big snakes, I would say, are exotic. Some people collect. Just nasty. I don't want nasty. nothing nasty. to do like with that. Huge python. Yeah, I got you. <clears throat> I wouldn't mind a flamingo or something. Or yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, that's like a pretty. That's a pretty animal. I feel like. It's it's on, I like that. Watching it sleep too. It just stands constantly. Sound creepy, but they sleep on one leg. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. On one leg, they do. Uh, shoot, I don't know. It wouldn't be anything in a in a fish tank either. Absolutely. No, no. It wouldn't be like a eel or a. I, I want to get something that ma- I make sure that. Oh. All hell breaks loose. This thing does not kill me. That's, that's all. That's, that's the guideline. That's my guy. So it's got to be pretty reasonably pretty, safe. Well, the, yeah. I don't think a flamingo could kill me, for example. Mm. It, it's got a sharp beak. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it would take a lot for. for that's what I'm saying. I, it has yeah. to be pretty unlucky. You're probably pretty uh, modest. Um, I don't know. How about you, Den? Anything jumping out? Sloth. <laughs> oh, that could kill I'd you. Get a, I'd get a sloth. You'd have you'd have to have a big Just cage for that. that bad boy. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put. It, I wouldn't go. put it in a cage. And no, I mean, I don't know. I'd be. I'd sit down with it and I'd have some talks, and I well, wouldn't be scared for my life at all. Well, yeah, because you'd have to get the claws. Just thing, for, you think that thing removed. could strangle you? No, I'd keep the claws. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. He, he's not going to do anything. Oh no, no, no! You take those little claws off. The little, little Chester on the couch next to me. Dude, no. they. Chester. Those things will kill you. Yeah, but he'll be sitting, not mine, he'll be sitting down next to me. What if you, okay, watching, watching Sports Center? Let's say you, let's say you pass out watching Sports Center and he wants to come and, and, and he, like, two miles per hour brings his arm over and just gouges you. Yeah, two miles an hour. Yeah, but you're not seeing it coming, you're sleeping. You just opens up your stuff. If I fall yeah. asleep, he's laying on my chest and cuddling with me. I don't know what you want to say. Sloths are so cute and cuddly. Out of all people. You should yeah. know that that's nature. 
Yeah, <laughs> and mess you up. so are his claws, and I don't know if I want them to be removed. It's a part of him. Or her. A full-blown domesticated <laughs> beaver. Would be cool. <laughs> oh, have you built you forts? Yeah, in the I just yeah, I just wooden sculptures. I leave for work. Chest, chest I pieces. throw out a bunch of wood. Just All come right. back from work, and I got this huge <laughs> hut. Yeah, to work. You got a sculpture out there. This mad yeah. cool yeah, hut. Abe Lincoln hut in your backyard. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, that's something you could let run around in the backyard. He he he's got a collar. He's got an electric leash, so he doesn't get too far. But <laughs> yeah. I, full-blown domesticated De- maybe even declaw him because i don't want him hurting me in the house or hurting the kids <laughs> oh my <laughs> i feel like that would impress people go look take a peek in your backyard you got a few huts back there maybe even a dam on your little <laughs> your little pond hey your entire property is self-sufficient <laughs> as far as electricity thanks to those beers yeah, and i just do plug in a couple cords and i got electricity for the house <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah. All right. Um, I got a question for you guys. So, if what happened after we died was turn into an animal, reincarnate <laughs> as an animal, and you got to choose which animal you were reincarnated as, what would it be? And human being doesn't count, I take it? No, right? it can't be a human. It can be anything... <sighs> Dave just becomes human. a human again. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> Hey, we're animals. We're all animals. No, no, I should have. It was just funny. And it can't be an extinct animal. It's got to be a a living animal. That's a great one. Uh, I've always held true to myself that if I ever got the chance, I would totally become an anteater. What's so good about anteaters? Yeah, you you do talk about anteaters a lot. I don't know why that's such a stick out. They have a pretty pretty chill diet. Nobody, you know, just bugs, right? Bugs and small fruits and um, you don't really ever hear of any anteaters attacking anybody, or you don't you don't hear a lion say, "Yeah, I would love some anteater right now." Right, but I'm sure there has been. Lions that sure. have oh, murdered sure. some Seven. anteaters. Yeah, but just yeah, that's but the just with everything. any animal you're gonna For get. Game. You can get murdered by something. When you gotta eat, you gotta For eat. Trophy. So, I've heard true. anteaters and Ante- trophy anteaters gotta lions. eat. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I, I would like to become, and I think an air animal. The more I've thought about it through this this podcast, an air animal would be pretty cool. Like maybe a bald eagle. That's true. That'd a bald pretty, eagle. That'd be pretty cool. Or. Turkey vulture, dude. Free food everywhere. Just hit the road. Yeah, you gotta fly a long way. But that's all right. I mean, you gotta move. Those things are big, though. I, yeah. That's I don't true. know what hunts a turkey vulture. What would hunt that? Because that's a that's a pretty big like a condor. They're basically the same animal. Right. I don't even, they're huge, though. What is the most vicious air? Mammal? Yeah, is I don't that, know. A condor is up there, I'm sure. Condor is probably pretty bad. Or a buzzard. I don't know. What there have been yeah, turkey buzzard. Yeah, buzzards. Buzzards have been known to like they got. I think a few of them live in Africa, and they've been known to pick up malnourished kids. Yeah. And, wow. Like, eat malnourished. <laughs> that kids. is wild. Yeah. That is in their. The diet. fact that that is flying around. Yes. Is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you doing if if you're outside and your kid is swooped up by a, a condor? Hopefully, I have a gun somewhere in the house. I don't even know. I really because I might hit the kid it behind him in your in your car. Or? 
You could drop my kid at any time. <laughs> I'm probably running with my hands out straight. Oh, you're not catching that. That's that a good point. Probably not. He might drop yeah. him. I'd say the kid might just be gone at that point. I tell you, though, I would be down with the kid. <laughs> That's terrible. I, I wouldn't want to be – I would hate to be a, a seagull or a – just, they're uh, they're kind of bottom feeders. They're kind of mangy. garbage. Yeah, so but that's see that's what's wrong with turkey vultures. They're they're mangy birds too. They're like the coyotes. Yeah, but they of the sky. eat actual animal. That animal seagulls eat like trash. Do you think? That's do you think true. they're pumped that's to eat that too? Yeah, like, like they a, gotta be. They, it's, they've evolved to be able to eat. But right. if you were to so give them easily. like a steak dinner, sat on a plate, fresh, maybe even some potatoes, some garlic seasoning, yeah, or a pile of trash. This whatever they normally eat, whether that's a dead animal, do you think they go for that steak or the dead animal first, or like, is what, that their flavor profile? I think, they just think love we it? could run these tests. <laughs> well, it's something we can do. We I don't do it. I don't think we would find anything significant to support that they like the steak better than the that's the true. You, I think it's going to be about the same, just by chance that they pick. I think most of the time they'll be hopping they, back. And I wonder forth. if they yeah. really taste much. Rather, it's just energy. Do no, they have? I guess their tongue. They probably they, taste a little bit, but like they don't have as advanced. That's true. You could taste. Us. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Wow. Do birds taste? That that's is, one for the. That is one interesting one. That's, that's a good question. I yeah, bet, I bet it's known. I bet. I bet that's a question uh-huh. that's been answered. Yeah, I'm sure of it. We don't know for sure though. Don't know. Yeah. I wanted to just touch back a little bit on the ocean really quick. Just because that's my favorite. Even though it grosses me out, it's my favorite thing to talk about. And we don't know. We don't Grosses you out or scares you? Both. Both. Scares me, too, significantly. Yeah. A lot. Same. Yeah. Um, Just a couple of things I read. So, 72% of the earth covered by salt water. So, that's not even including fresh water, Great Lakes, whatever. Oceans are a home to 230,000 species alone. That's all we know <laughs> of. And they say, what, 5% is all, is all that's been explored? The other maybe, 95%? Maybe 10%. Whoa. Maybe been, 10%. Oh, really? The oceans have been explored. Right. Really? They say we've discovered less than 10% of what is going on in the ocean, which is crazy to think about. How is that possible? The ocean is so deep. I realize. Yeah. And we just do not have the tools to go down there and look at it. <laughs> not yet, no. But only 10% is crazy. I know. Yeah. It seems like if you went 10 meters down, the entire surface of the ocean, that would be about 10%. But Yeah. Oh. And so we, we haven't seen the majority of what's out there. My question is, I, I read a little something on what we could possibly find in the future. And there are things from cures for diseases. There are things from, you know, just things that we use every day, maybe like an energy source. I'm sure of it. But do you think in our lifetime, let's just say cancer and AIDS will be the two examples. Do you think we find a cure for either, for something like that? And do you think it comes from the ocean? I think it's really possible because already from the ocean, they found these bacteria living around um, thermal vents that, give out a lot of sulfur and they don't need any oxygen. They use sulfur in place of oxygen. And they have these genes that make them really uh, durable, basically. And, and geneticists have already taken out genomes and and um, been able to splice this bacterial 
DNA into the DNA of other organisms. So if we can find something that can has genes that are able to withstand um, proteins that cancer creates, then there's definitely a chance that we could incorporate that into our bodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy to think about. And it could be in the ocean because there's so much of it that we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. They're testing with a lot of things. Like you said, there's bacteria and algae. Yeah. And they think some of it could uh, fight off cancer cells or whatever it may be, which is kind of exciting to think about, especially because there's 90% plus more that we haven't even touched yet. Right. That's, I just still can't believe that. Yeah. It's wild. But just how long, I wonder, is if, we'll, if we'll see it in our lifetime, I guess, is what I'm asking more of, if it happens. Do you think in our lifetime more of the ocean will be discovered or more of space will be the discovered? The ocean the ocean you think so i think it, yeah it's it's just more obtainable the the uh, i yeah, think it's more yeah, obtainable it than space than it is space. if we focus as much effort into the ocean as we already are into space yeah. i think a lot more of it would be discovered at this point right <clears throat> but but we've had missions to go to the moon that's true and yeah that and it's a big a deal it's a big deal but. that's true like what kind of initiatives say we got to find more of the ocean you don't see right. that anywhere yeah right? or any news about that right because for all we know, we might not be able to live on the earth much longer, so why are you going to invest in the ocean? Let's just go underwater. Water <laughs> yeah, world. maybe. But that's <laughs> I think that's where the investing in the moon and stuff comes from. Is We've already invested what we've invested in this planet. People yeah. are kind of moving on now. It's just sad. But well, The thing is, it, it is, it's sad. But with our population we're, size, we're reaching a carrying capacity, mm-hmm. and sooner or later, we're not going to be able to support everybody. No, no, we're not. Something's got to be done. Just got to keep building up. Nose goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knows if we'll run into that problem. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, one final one thing. I. They recently found a, or they, not found, but they figured out that this new bird used to exist in the dinosaur era that they never thought existed or they never found out before. So I don't. I think they found some bones and took the bones and recreate some sort of proteins from the bones to actually show what it looked like and what color. Anyways, they figured out that the bird was covered in uh, what a. Um, it's gonna bug. I should know this. Uh, hummingbirds. I couldn't think. You know the color of a hummingbird. It's that rainbowish yeah. kind of tint and co- yeah. soft, weird color. They they found out that that's what this bird looks like, and you can see it here as well. But yeah. it's kind of this sloth-looking bird that's covered in these, yeah. basically these metallic rainbow. And they were saying that after this discovery and more research into it, they think a lot of the um, Jurassic world, as it was before us, was way more colorful than we imagined. Wow. And so they're saying that, from this finding, and as they're looking into more things, that there seems like there was a lot of things that had these colorful uh, kind of metallic on them or camouflage, you could say, on them that we hadn't necessarily predicted. How do you how do you go back that far to be able to tell? That's, Seriously. And I was reading, trying to figure out how this even comes to it. They're probably just comparing the genome of That's hummingbirds. That's why it's a lot of looking into the genes. Maybe they know the gene that gives them that color, and then they find the same gene in these parts of uh, Maybe more of these dinosaurs that they've already discovered. And 
it was just they were Talk saying comparisons that. And, and speculation really but i mean a lot of speculation been, i've always been super interested in dinosaurs uh-huh. i don't know as a little kid i always loved them and i just i i would love to live in a world where we know for sure what they looked like yeah that's what's wild we, really is we have we these images in our head but truly that could be 1000 percent false Totally. T- right. I mean, I, I, to, a, to a point, I mean, it, you have the bone structure and everything. Yeah, but, like, a T-Rex could have been extremely furry. Yeah. Yeah. How like, would I, we know? Exactly. All, yeah. And that's what this almost points out is it might look different than we have in our minds. It might be this covered in this metal. Like, a lot of that might be that way, which is just I couldn't believe this. It's a lot of speculating. It's just It's, it's hard. a ton of speculating. It's hard. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you guys have a favorite dinosaur? I don't, no, I never I, got into dinosaurs. That's what I'm saying. I never got lost in that. But they used to scare me a lot. When, <laughs> when I'm serious. When we used to learn about them in elementary school, I would be spooked that these massive creatures would roam and just kill yeah. each other for millions of years until they were wiped out by something massive. Mm-hmm. Scared I've me. I always like velociraptors. Velociraptors are pretty cool. They're like not too big, but... You're ferocious. I don't know. I like them. They, yeah, no. Nah. I don't know enough about dinosaurs to even really give an accurate opinion. But what I know comes from Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. But anything else you guys uh, want to touch on before? I think I'm all good. Yeah. All right. Well, I liked how this turned out. Yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. that was our animal podcast, and uh, we'll see you next week for a new topic. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers.